Beyond Bridges, we are going to open up the conversation about what to do when we have more questions than we have answers. What do we do with our faith? So I'm glad that you could join us today for Bridges. And I have two uh, panel guests that are going to help us as we talk about uh, this subject. And Patricia, it's good to have you here today. It's good to be here, Monica. And Lisa, it's really good to have you here Thank as well. Thank you for having me. So I would imagine, we'll start with you, Patricia. Oh, yeah. Have there been seasons where you felt like when it comes to faith, you have more questions than answers? Yes. Mm. And what do you do? I keep asking the questions. <laughs> <laughs> I know that it is an answer. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm wondering if I'm asking the right question. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And there, there are sometimes for me that I really don't get the answer, mm -hmm. but God gives me what I need in that moment. So, mm -hmm. Lisa, how about for you? Times of faith that you've had more questions than answers? Oh, my gosh, especially um, with my mother's suicide. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The question was, why did you allow her to die? Mm -hmm. Now, she was absolutely responsible sure. for shooting herself. That was her decision. Yeah. <clears throat> but I felt like she could have survived, and I felt like God could have intervened mm -hmm during that whole situation. So, yeah, big question. Yeah. Never got an answer, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. big questions, yeah. yeah. But that's why I think it's important for us to talk about the today honestly yeah. and openly because we all have, especially when it's really hard, painful things, like Lisa was talking about, you know, her mom committing suicide. Do you think, but, but God, she could have, she could have been discovered earlier if she could have been saved somehow, or like if it's a mom and it's her, a child has died of a drug overdose. Well, couldn't we have just rehabilitated the person? And, and we don't, so many times with those questions, mm -hmm. we don't ever get answers. Yeah. And it's easy then sometimes to get mad at God or to think, why me, God, or why didn't you, God, or to start thinking that God is far off and that he doesn't care. And so I found it important when it's a really painful trial, especially to start with the truth of God's word. So, Patricia, talk to us about that and how you do that in your painful seasons or challenging seasons. How do you start with the truth of God's Word? If I have a question about a situation mm -hmm. and my emotions are running, which yeah. they usually do, yeah. they run first, mm -hmm. then you come to yourself like mm -hmm. the prodigal son mm -hmm. and you say, okay, but what did you say in your word mm -hmm. and how do I apply my question mm -hmm. to your word yeah. in an easy simplistic way without being hard because what I do know is my question is a true question probably sure, but sure. his word is even truer so how mm -hmm. do I pull that from that mm -hmm. and get that answer right. yeah or right. even sometimes just peace right mm -hmm. right because his truth not only is it truer than whatever our question is it's comprehensive like God's truth speaks to everything in every situation and you know I think you know, Lisa, like when you were sharing about your mom, and I am so sorry for your loss, and especially for such a tragic loss. On this side of heaven, we may never get an answer mm -mm. to that question. Mm -mm. But in terms of starting with God's truth, for me, I know that I, I like to remind myself that God is good and that he's only faithful. And so then um, no matter how much pain I'm in, I know that it's not God's fault. I know that God isn't out to get me, that he's not out to be cruel, that he's not punishing me. Because I know in my early Christian years, Lisa, 
whenever anything bad would happen, my thought was, this is punishment for what I've done. Mm -hmm. yes. Did you ever think that? Or? No, um, but good. going to the truth, you know, what you said was very, was very powerful even in my life because I um, received Jesus as my Lord and Savior at the age of 13. I was going to a parochial school. They were teaching us the love of God, the love of Jesus, and it stirred me so much that I dedicated my life to him. Wow. And when my mother committed suicide, and I was very hurt and I was very angry sure. and I wanted to be mad at God. But there was this disconnect because whenever I would try to be angry, I couldn't forget his love. Amen. Mm, that's good. I that's couldn't wonderful. forget his love. So mm -hmm. that truth was always mm -hmm. there. And although I had subtly b backslid for f four or five years, it was like he was always there. Mm -hmm. I knew that truth. And when he drew me back and I rededicated my life to Christ, one of the reasons was because I just knew mm -hmm. that he was for me. He wasn't against me. Mm -hmm. And while I didn't understand why um, things transpired the way they were, I still knew he was a good God. Amen. Amen. That's good. Yes. And that mm -hmm. is what I'm talking about when I say to start with the truth yeah. because as Patricia said our feelings can lead us all yeah. over the map and you all you know mm -hmm. our yes. feelings can lead us all over the map in the same day I mean in the scope of 60 minutes of time I can be everywhere on mad happy feeling peace this that, that emotion right. but what you're talking about that not being able to get away from the love of God and the goodness of God, that can help sustain us in very painful mm -hmm. trials in which we cannot figure out. Um, you know, because again, we're not going to get an answer to every question, no, but the love of God, the love of God. Mm. And see, that's good because I, what Monica talked about is we always thought, at, as a child, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say, God is out to get me. Mm -hmm. But with you, Lisa, I feel in my heart, even to share with you, that because there was that love yes. factor mm -hmm. that was pouring into you, that that not only helped you with that situation, but that is carrying you for eternity. Amen. Amen. I agree. Eternity. It, I it agree. Is. His love is power. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. It yes. helps you stand in faith. Mm -hmm. When you know the Alpha and the Omega is for you, when you know that he loves you so much, he will bear your burdens, he will bear your pain. And while you don't always understand everything, mm -hmm. it's easy to stand in faith when everything is good, Isn't right? Isn't the truth? Yes. Is good, we're good. But when that darkness comes, when that pain comes, when mm -hmm. that trial comes, and like you said, it goes into our feelings and we get emotional and then, we, you know, we want to have our pity parties or right. we want to have our tantrums. But to know that this powerful mm -hmm. God that created the universe and everything in it, right. our heavenly father who can only love the way he loves, yeah. we can never love the way he loves, mm -hmm. even though the spirit of God is in us, mm -hmm. we can never love the way he loves. And to be able to carry that throughout life mm -hmm. is so powerful and it's so transforming and it's so encouraging and it's so life-giving. Mm -hmm. But we have to accept that. Right. That's the truth that we have to accept, Monica. Yeah. Yes. We do. We have to accept it. It's not enough that it's just true. Yeah. Mm. It's that 
that we have to accept it. And so sometimes when the trial is extremely painful or when it's a huge, huge loss, as we're talking about, you know, as Lisa losing her mom very tragically to suicide, starting with the truth, it's essential because you, you can't get anywhere without the truth. If, you know, if it's not the truth, then we're living in deception. But really acting on that truth and accepting it and embracing yes. that truth is really like what we need to do in order to participate, right? Exactly. We have to. Mm -hmm. You know, you said something earlier about if we're willing and obedient, <laughs> if we receive, that's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. It's still God giving you a choice. Are you going to accept his love? Mm -hmm unconditionally. Okay. Yeah, it may take a minute, but sometimes you have to do it in faith. Lord, I just believe and receive that you love me. Mm -hmm. bottom, bottom line. Yes, yes. And, you know, different people tap into that in different ways. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And because it's not a formula to serve God, and he works in our lives in different ways. So as we're talking about today, when we have more questions than answers in certain seasons of our lives. It's not like we could give you, here's what you do, one, two, three, and everything will be wonderful. It doesn't work that way. We all have our own thoughts. We all have our own experiences. But those start with truth, with God's absolute truth. And when we begin to agree with his truth and ask the Holy Spirit, how can I accept this for me? Because for me, sometimes if, it, if I'm in a painful season, it's carrying the reminders of God's love with me. That like if I'm stuck in a long line, I can pull out a piece of paper, I can look at my phone and I can meditate on that verse mm -hmm. for the day or that verse for the week. Other people, it's getting in their, their prayer closet for this, that. But it, it does have to be an individual thing. It really is whatever works for us. And I found in every season of my life, it's not the same thing. No. Right. right? Right. It's not cookie cutter. Right. No. <laughs> it's not. You, you, can't, you can't do, maybe three years ago, this is what you did. Yeah. But this year is different. And that's where we make the mistake. And I know you all have heard me say that. We start marrying methods. Mm -hmm. Right. That doesn't work. Mm -mm. No. It doesn't work at all. No. And, and sometimes we do ourselves a disservice because I'll hear you talk or hear Lisa talk and whatever method you used, I think, well, you know, if, if Lisa used it and that's what worked and that's what helped her tap into the love of God, well, I'm going to do that exact same thing. Well, if it works for you, hold on to it and do that. But what we're saying is, you know, God is a progressive God, his, and his will is progressive, and he leads us in different ways. Absolute truth is always the absolute truth, but there are different ways that work for right. us in different seasons. And so sometimes when nothing seems to be working and I can't get off the dime, so to speak, like I know the absolute truth, but I'm not able to tap into it the way that I need to, I can ask the Holy Spirit, exactly. show me. Yes. Show me what I need to do in my schedule. Show me what I need to do in my day so that this can go from just being words on a page to being life in my heart. Right, right. And, you know, we, we have to be honest with God about our yes. feelings, too. Yes. Trying to deny them, trying to put them, put them, shove them down is not going to work for us. Right. We're going to internalize. It's going to become unhealthy thinking, unhealthy talking normally. Mm -hmm. And so he knows all of it. He knows how he felt. He knew my anger. Mm -hmm. He knew my pain. He knew how I felt. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't until I said to him, I'm very angry about this. Mm -hmm. I don't know why you 
allowed this to happen. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I, I knew how to hear from God. And when I didn't hear anything, <laughs> I said, well, I'm very angry about this. Yeah. Say it know, again. I'm going to say it again. Yeah. <laughs> because I want to hear it. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and then, you know, it was like I heard it, heard, heard it in my grandmother's voice. God doesn't have to answer to you. Mm -hmm. As much as he loves you, yeah. he does not have to answer to us. <laughs> he will lead and guide us. He mm -hmm. will provide answers. Mm -hmm. He will provide revelation knowledge. He will provide wisdom. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't have to answer to us as, at, at, at the snap of no. a finger. Come no. on. No, he, something we all have to remember <clears throat> is he's God and we're not. Yeah. And many times, you know, with God gives us earthly examples of things. And we know with our children, we do not always give an answer immediately when they That's ask. That's right. That's true. We because don't. sometimes it's just, we just can't in that moment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we also know that there's not an answer in the world that we could give them that would make sense mm -hmm. or that they might be ready for. And so that's that area of when we really know God's truth and we really steep ourselves in it and we abide in that truth, we might ask the question mm -hmm. and we might get angry that he doesn't answer it. And so we let him know, hey, I'm really mad about this. You know, there have been times, Lisa, I just say to God, you know, I'm just brokenhearted about this. I am in so much pain. And if you, if you don't help me bear this, I don't know what I'll do. But I, I start declaring his word that says he's close to the brokenhearted. Yeah. And I, and I begin to just res not only know that truth, but believe that not only is he there for all the other brokenhearted people, but that he's there for Monica yes, Schmutz. Yes, amen. That's true. And that's a part of that going from starting with the truth to abiding yes. in that truth and really making that our own. And a part of that really is declaring God's word and giving it time to kind of saturate our heart. Do you find that to be true? That is true. And you can't just do it today and wait 30 days to do it again. Right. <laughs> you don't eat once a month. Right. Okay. So, I mean, Job said, I need his word more than my necessary food. Mm -hmm. I need his word. It's necessary. And, you know, when you're talking about being angry, the Bible says, what? Be angry and sin not. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, absolutely. Yeah. yeah abiding in the truth, and in, in my case, I didn't get answers. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had no choice but to continue forward in my faith, right. in my mm -hmm. discipleship, in growing and mm -hmm. maturing mm -hmm. without the answer. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right. And part of what you're talking about, Lisa, is, and Patricia, you've talked about it too, it is acknowledging our emotions, yeah. acknowledging to God, I'm exactly. in pain, I'm angry, I'm brokenhearted. I don't get why, God, I have to wait so long. I don't get why, you know, so-and-so prayed to have a child and she got pregnant right away and why I've been waiting and praying. Like, we all have life. We all know we have situations that don't make sense to us. But when we start with the truth and when we abide in that truth, you know, we acknowledge our emotions, but we have to be led by God's yeah. true word. And I know that I definitely have messed up by acknowledging and wallowing in my emotions and not moving farther. You ever done that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you won't because you're wallowing. Right. And I don't know why we think that God doesn't know we're angry or we're hurt. Mm -hmm. And we have to be watchful because what's coming in my heart now 
if you don't at least go ahead and tell him mm -hmm. that you are, even though you know he knows you are, right. you'll start getting bitter with oh, the yeah. father. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just go ahead and tell him, mm -hmm. I didn't like this, Lord. Mm -hmm. But like you said, Monica, Holy Spirit, help yes. me. He yes. is a helper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's a part of that abiding in truth. It's not just, like you said, we don't eat once a month, right? And so some people just pay attention to God's word when they go to church once a week, or they pay attention to God's word, you know, at Christmas is when they go to church. The thing is, we have to abide in his word all the time. Yes. And there is a place for the corporate reading of God's word and for messages. And you all, I love all of that. I love going to church and hearing God's word in a corporate setting with my brothers and sisters in Christ. But it isn't intended just for the corporate setting. There has to be something that's individual yeah. and personal. When I think about abiding, um, I think about everything you've mentioned, but I also think about having done all stand. Mm -hmm. Because we're not getting our answers. Mm -hmm. We're still hurting. We're still going through trials. We're still mm -hmm. struggling. And so if we're going to abide in the truth, that means we have to stand on the truth mm -hmm. regardless of how we feel, regardless of external circumstances, having done all stand. Mm -hmm. You know, because so many times, yes. especially when it's a painful season, we think, what can I do? Yeah. And one of my thoughts is, what can I do to get relief and yeah. how can I get relief now? Yeah. Because the thing is, like, yeah. pain... <laughs> It's so uncomfortable. None of us want to be in pain. Who doesn't think, oh, I want this to be over right this second. I want that answer now, or I want this trial over. But you all, that's just not the way that it works. <laughs> There's sometimes that we are developing long-suffering, that we are developing maturity, that we are developing perseverance. All of those yeah. wonderful things happen in painful seasons of our lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's why it's important in those seasons of life to, to really to start with the truth, to abide in that truth. And as you said, having done all to stand, to stand like sometimes there is nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. But stand, I'm exactly. sure you've experienced that. Right. And I heard a preacher say years ago, stand therefore, mm -hmm. you've heard this, mm -hmm. until you get what you're standing for. <laughs> that was one thing. And the other thing was if you're willing to stand forever, you won't be standing very long. Mm. So you can look at that different ways. That's good. Yeah. That's good. If you're willing to stand, stand forever, ever. you won't be standing for very long. Amen. Amen. And you know, that's part of what abiding in the truth is about. Yes. It's, it's that remaining in Him. Right. It's that I'm going to go the long haul with you, God. I'm not going to look back. I'm not going to give up. And I may have a list of questions a mile long, but I'm going to stand. And I'm going to keep on standing, even when it's painful, even when it's heartbreaking, even when it seems to not make any sense at all. And then, of course, you know, there is that part of when we have more questions than answers is to obey what we know. Yes. It's to live the truth. So, Lisa, as you've talked with us about the tragic, you know, the loss of your mom by suicide, how was it for you to live the truth in light of what happened? I had to decide not to dwell on the pain, mm -hmm. not to dwell on the fact that I didn't understand. I had to decide to walk the walk of faith, mm -hmm. trust God for my life, 
be mindful of what was happening in my life at that time and just move forward in 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 growing in Christ. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean really. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. what what was I going to gain by dwelling on the pain? What was right. I going to gain by mm -hmm. um, constantly asking the question? Mm -hmm. Right. She was gone. Right. I still had to live mm -hmm. and I still had a family to take care of. Mm -hmm. I still had purpose to to walk through. Right. I still had destiny. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't mm -hmm. allow mm -hmm. the enemy to let that be a distraction mm -hmm. for God's will for me at that moment yeah. in time. Yeah, and you, you know, mm -hmm. oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. You couldn't abide there. No, you can't stay. You couldn't abide yeah. there. It wasn't his will for me, and no. it's not his will no. for any of us. No, right. yeah. you know, because it's not productive. Like, mm -mm. it doesn't accomplish a thing. Right. As you talk about, you know, the loss of your mom by suicide, I know that I've shared with both of you that I lost my closest friend of 18 years to suicide. And so I found myself, Lisa, stuck at one point in time just trying to figure out, well, when, like, when did it get so dark for her? And why didn't she tell me? And so what I started going to do, I would go through my phone and I would look at our exchange of text messages and where she would say, you know, it's a good day. I did this with my kids today. I did this. And, and we were talking back and forth. And you all, it was as normal as any conversation could mm. seem. I had no clue. I knew that she went to counseling. I think counseling is a very positive, productive thing for people to do as a Christian counselor. I did not know that. And so then I, I, that torment starts setting in. Well, why didn't I notice it? Mm -hmm. Why wasn't I a good friend? And I had to get jolted out of that because I couldn't abide there. Right. I abide in him. I couldn't abide there. Yeah. Nothing good was coming from all of those questions. And I will probably never know exactly what happened in her heart and mind, this side of heaven. And I think the other side of heaven will all be whole and will be like him. And I yes. don't think, I don't think that I'll need an answer. Mm -hmm. Right. The Bible tells us that the enemy is out to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm -hmm. And if we're not careful, mm -hmm. we will open up the door for him to have access to yeah. us in such a way mm -hmm. that he can destroy mm -hmm. us. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that word abide keeps coming. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. was thinking, you live in your house and then have you abide there. Yeah. Well, when you get tired of it, you don't go out and just get another in a day. No, you don't. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Right. Abide means to just abide there. You mm -hmm. stay there. Right. Now, you might stay there five or six years, mm -hmm. but you don't say, well, I don't want to abide today. I'm going to go ahead and live at this house. You don't. <laughs> you don't. And I want, next week, I'm going to be over here. You That's don't right. do that. That's right. Yeah. Because, you know, when people say that phrase, well, I tried to be a Christian, it didn't work. You know, you don't try yeah. right. to be a Christian. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't try. I mean, yeah. we abide in Christ. We start with the truth. We abide in that truth, and we live the truth. God is all about giving us life. And yes, in the middle of life come painful trials and losses and things that probably all of us would just rather skip over. But somehow our wonderful, gracious, heavenly Father takes oh, even amen. those things <laughs> yes. and he brings life to us yes. and he brings good to us. But there is a part for us to do and that's to start with the truth, abide in the truth and live the truth. Like we can't get so stuck in the problem right. that we don't live. Mm -hmm. Exactly. There's one thing that the Lord spoke to me when you was teaching today. He said, I have more answers 
then there'll ever be questions. Isn't that the truth? Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think, Patricia, right in the very beginning as we opened up the conversation, um, you said something, it just, it just makes me chuckle because I've said it so many times. We don't even know if our questions are the right questions. Right. You know? <laughs> you know, yeah. Right. I, right. You know, I remember, you know, when I was in my 20s, you know, I thought that I had a lot of answers. I didn't think I had all of them. And then when I got in my 30s, I had, like, more questions. Then in my 40s, I realized, you know, I'm not even asking the right <laughs> questions. Yes, exactly. And then, you know, in the 50s, it's just like it doesn't even matter. I mean, right. like, it just matters to know Christ. None right. of us have it figured out. No. Mm -mm. We all have more questions than answers sometimes. But the thing is that the answers that we have, if we are in Christ, are so superb and so wonderful and so matchless. We have Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, as our elder brother, advocate, Savior, as the one that we trust. Like, isn't that better than any other kind of answer we could get? Yes, that's the that's only answer. answer. Jesus <laughs> is the answer, yes. <laughs> Not being religious, but yes, we live in yes. a fallen world, mm -hmm. and so we're going to have trials and tribulations. We're going to have all of this, and so you know the Bible tells us that you know sometimes we're going to have to fight that good fight of faith. Mm -hmm. And so when we're abiding, when we're trusting, sometimes we're going to have to fight for our faith. Right. Sometimes we're going to say we're going to have to say, Lord, help mine unbelief. Mm. But when we're fighting that good fight of faith, mm -hmm. we're going to have to put that flesh under subjection. We're going to have to cast down those thoughts. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to keep our mouths closed, you know, because, I mean, life happens every day. There's no perfect life. That's right. There's no, you know, perfect season of our life even. No. We have had some great seasons yes. in our lives, but none of it has been perfect. So abiding, yeah. Sometimes you got to do a little faith fight. Oh, you got to work. You got yeah, to work. Okay. You know, you when know. we're abiding in the house, we got to clean it, right? Yeah, we got to move some work. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah, and I love that you said fight the good fight of the faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it is a good fight, yes. right? Yes. Because it's for his good. Right. But it's still a fight. Yeah. And we win if we just we stick win. with it. That's right. That's right. Even though it's hard and it can be messy, and we can feel like we're out of energy. We win. Mm -hmm. We've yes. got to do our part. He does yes. his part, but right. our part is, you know, when we have more questions than answers, to really start with that truth, to yeah. abide in that truth, and to live the truth. And that's the fighting the good fight of the faith part. It is. It and is. he moves us along as he needs to. And he <laughs> blesses us. Yes, he does. I was just thinking about Thomas when Jesus rose again and they told Thomas, and he said, I won't believe it until I see him. And so Jesus showed up and showed Thomas, I'm your buddy. Yeah, exactly. But then he said, you believe because you saw, mm -hmm. but bl bless those who don't see and believe. And they believe. Right. And so when we're standing in faith, when we don't see the answer, mm. when we don't see the, the, the solution, the result, when we don't see the release right away, mm -hmm. but we choose to continue Amen. to believe, That's right. Amen. continue to abide. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We're in a blessed place. We are. Yes. We are, and we are out of time, but thank you both for coming oh, so we could talk about you. this. Thank you. So glad that all of you as well could join us. We want you to know we all have more questions than answers sometimes, but let's live the truth and not be ashamed of it. You can purchase a copy of today's show for $15. Call us at 615-754-0039 or send a check to the address on your screen. Be sure to mention the program number. 
log on to www.ctntv.org where you can make a prayer request, view our program guide, see who's on bridges, or even watch one of Monica's latest teachings. Log on to www.ctntv.org. Join the Bridges community on Facebook. Visit Facebook and search for Bridges with Monica. We would love to connect with you. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, or art to make, or perhaps businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. If you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, Search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform today or lifeaudio.com.